Hello, this is Aaron Bounds, pastor of the Anchor Church located in Zanesville, Ohio. I want to say thanks for tuning in today. I hope this podcast inspires you, encourages you, and helps you to live the life God called you to live. Pour it out, God. We got a mighty preacher with us. We're so thankful for the prophet of God. I don't say that lightly, but I do believe the man is a prophet of the Lord. I believe the hand of the Lord is upon him mightily for our church, for the anchor churches. Our lives have been impacted and changed because of his ministry. I know we've, I know we've had a touch of God already, but I want him to come and tell us whatever he feels. How many wants to hear what the spirit is saying to the church? Let's all stand, honor the man of God. Evangelist Bobby Wade, we want you to come. We, we want him to come and be used of the Lord. I don't tell him anything. He just flows as God tells him to speak and he helps us. How many have been impacted by the ministry of Brother Bobby Wade? <laughs> Hallelujah. The Lord showed me there would be healing today in this house if you need it. Healing. Emotional healing. Physical healing. Y'all feel that? The Lord showed me that. There's one thing. He didn't give me a message to preach, but he spoke, spoke to me about, impressed upon my spirit, I'll say, about healing. There's people in this room today that you're looking for things. You're looking for something. It's in the building today. Not to just be painless, but to become functional again. Amen. Look at your neighbor and say, God's going to do something in your life where you can become functional again. Amen. Would you receive the man of God? Amen. Evangelist Bobby Wade. We're so thankful for him. Praise the Lord. And if, if you want to become functional again in the kingdom and in just your natural body, lift your hand to the Lord. Now by the authority of the word of God and by the power of the name Jesus, I take authority over every infirmity and every malady in this building right now in the name of Jesus. I take authority over you. I bind you in the name of Jesus. And I cast you out of the body in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And I command you to be ever went whole in the name of Jesus. Now, if you believe the Lord is going to do it, I loose the working of miracles into your body right this minute. I loose the working of miracles into your body and into your spirit right now in the name of Jesus. And if you believe the Lord's going to do it, I want you to praise the Lord with a loud voice and receive the miracle of the Lord right now. Behold, right now. Well, praise the Lord. You can be seated in the presence of the Lord. I have, I do not have a sermon. I was awakened this morning. The Spirit of God spoke to me, and I was perfectly content. Um, I was perfectly content to allow what was going on to continue to happen. In fact, I told the pastor, are you glad about the man of God today? Praise the Lord. I'm so glad for the life and ministry of 
with Aaron Bounds. He is a... You should never live a day where you do not honor what God gives you. The man of God, in many cases, does the last bastion between you and judgment. Praise the Lord. When judgment was being poured out on the nation of Israel, it was a priest by the name of Aaron that ran and got his censer and filled it with fire and stood between the dead and the living. Praise God. I'm thankful for a man of God that will intercede on my behalf. Praise the Lord. But somebody would like for you to intercede on theirs. Well, I'll try that again. Somebody would like for you to intercede on their behalf. Because there is the dead and there is the dead and the living and the dead does not praise the Lord. The dead don't know anything. Whether that be spiritual or natural, they don't know anything. And they need an intercessor. And they need a church in Zanesville that is going to intercede on their behalf. Mm. Praise the Lord. And I give honor to this man of God and his family. And of course, all the ministry staff here, I give you honor. Now, I'm not sidetracking or just taking up time. Uh, we have, we have, in this hour, we have misplaced and we have lost the culture of honor. Hallelujah. And we need a revival of honor amongst each other. Hallelujah. So I, I do not count it a waste of time when I show honor. Because what I don't honor will eventually exit my life. Well, praise the Lord. This touch of God that you have felt here this morning, this should never get to a place where it just becomes commonplace. Every time you feel the presence of God, you ought to make a big deal about it. Well, praise the Lord. I said, every time you feel this presence of God, you ought to make a big deal about it. Because you could get past feeling, but I don't want to get to the place where I get past feeling. Hallelujah. Somebody ought to get on your feet and praise the Lord for the presence of God that you feel in this building right now. Somebody ought to let out a shout of praise for what you feel in this service right now. Hallelujah. There's great victory in this house today. There's great victory in this house. And I was awakened this morning and the Lord began to deal with me and um again i don't have a sermon so if that's what you came to hear well then you you're going to be disappointed probably but i do have a word from god the lord dealt with me and i began to he began to deal with my spirit and he said 
when when sacrifice ends that's when judgment begins and I was like man that's okay and then he began to speak further to me and he said this church has been on a quest of consecration and the last several weeks this church has been talking about getting things right getting things out of our house getting all the obstruction out of the way and he said there's a little confusion among my people as to why and he said it's not he said some of them think that it's just because I I want to get on a soapbox and I want the past the pastors on a soapbox and and all that jazz but he said that's because my people don't understand what's on the other side of consecration he said they don't understand what's on the other side of it and the Lord made me to know this morning that there is another side to consecration it's not just removing something out of your house it's not just harping on Hollywood oh yeah it's not just harping on a stuff that you watch well praise the Lord y'all still with me out there in radio land it's not just harping on the music we listen to it's not just harping on movies that we watch it's not just harping on people we hang out with that are contrary to the will of God he said but the Lord but the Lord dealt with me and he said there are rivers that are in front of my people right this minute and he said they were rivers that could not be crossed he said but when this people set their heart to consecrate before me he said when this people consecrated before me he said I the Lord has chosen to open these rivers before them and they will cross over on a highway called holiness I know what I heard from God. Now, ladies and gentlemen, there are rivers that have been before some of you in a personal way that you could not get across. But the Lord said there's another side of consecration. And when you made up your mind to consecrate and to humble yourself before me, I, the Lord, has opened the rivers before you Now that's what the Holy Ghost said to me concerning this church. There are, there are rivers and obstacles being removed from this church right this second. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the Lord said there is a highway and this church is going to cross over on that highway called holiness. Uh, the Lord said, did you hear what I just said? The Lord said, I'm going to, this church is crossing over on a highway called holiness. And then he brought to me the passage of scripture in Isaiah chapter 35. And again, I do not have a message or sermon. I just came with a word from God. He said in Isaiah 35, 
he said, now watch what he says. Then the lame man shall leap as a heart, and the tongue of the dumb will sing. For in the wilderness shall waters break out, and streams in the desert. Mm -hmm. And the parched ground shall become a pool. Every dry spot in Zanesville is going to get wet. And the parched ground will become a pool and thirsty land will and the thirsty land will have springs of water in the habitation of dragons where each lay shall be grass with reeds and rushes now watch what he says in verse 8 and a highway shall be there and he said a highway shall be there and it shall be called the way of holiness It shall be called the highway of separation. It shall be called the highway of consecration. It shall be called, and he said, the unclean shall not pass over. Well, praise the Lord. Are you glad you consecrated yet? Are you glad you've laid some stuff down yet? My God, I feel the Holy Ghost. Somebody want to praise the name of the Lord in this house right now. I'm going to tell you all something right now. Not one of you are going to regret that you cleaned some stuff out of your life. Not one of you are going to regret that you repented and you turned around and you humbled yourself before God. I'm telling you again, not one of you in this building are going to regret that. There's not one of you. And then it says in the verse, uh, in verse number nine, it says, no lion shall be there. And this morning, the Lord began to deal with me. And he said, those things that used to eat your lunch, they're not going to be found on this highway. Those things that just used to devour you and get you all upset all the time, God said, they're not going to be on this highway. Well, praise the Lord. Those things that used to easily beset you, they're not going to be on this highway. Well, I'm going to say it like this. There's a way. Now, watch what he says. Nor ravenous beast shall be on there. It shall not be found there. And then while I was standing right there, the Lord said, there's a way that no cancer knows. Oh, oh okay. I, I, there's the, standing right there, the Lord said, there's a highway that cancer can't get on. There's a highway that a tumor can't get on. There's a, oh, I'm there's a highway that maladies can't get a hold of. Oh, I wish somebody would give God some praise about that right there. It's called the way of separation. So right this minute, right this minute, Pastor Gators, right this minute, there is rivers that are opening and pathways that are opening for this church. 
Mm -hmm. It's a path that, that the Egyptian can't get on. Because when God brought Israel through the Red Sea, he brought them over the way. But before they got to that Red Sea, they had consecrated themselves before God. They had the blood over the door, on the doorpost. Praise the Lord. They had all that taken care of. And there is healing in this building right now. Mm -hmm. I said, there's healing of all diseases in this building right now. And the reason why it's here and reason why there's a flow of the Holy Ghost in this service is because the last several weeks, we've been getting some stuff out. And it's loosening the flow. But see, there is a natural flow in this church simply because of the consecration of the leadership. But that man of God, your pastor, was not talking about that flow just being in this building. Mm -hmm. He was talking about that flow coming out of your house. That when you walk out of your house, there's a flow that comes out of you because of your consecration to God. Somebody said, well, what are you talking about the other side of consecration? Well, the Bible says in the book of Joshua, chapter 3, God told Joshua, he said, you tell these people, sanctify yourselves. For tomorrow I will do wonders among them. Mm -hmm. Wonders. wonders. Opening up of a river. Well, hallelujah. How many, how many are seeing some stuff change in your house? I'm talking about in the last several weeks. You've just been seeing some changes. Hello? You know what that's from? That's not because you've gotten just good preaching. That's because there's a shift as a body happening in this church. Everybody is getting on board. Some of y'all was iffy at the first, but now you're coming on board. And now you're starting to see just a crack in the wall and a crack starting to appear. But God is saying, now when this church steps up to rivers and things that don't want to open, it's going to open immediately. I, did you hear that? I said, it's going to open immediately now. It's not, you're not going to have to beg it to open. You're not going to have to beg for it to come to pass. You're not going to have to say, pretty please, mother may I, abacadabra. You ain't going to have to say none of that. When you come up to the river because of your consecration, God said, they've already paid the price for it to open. It's going to flow. I want somebody to just give God some praise in this house. I told you I didn't have no message. I just told you I had from God. I want us to, all of us to stand to our feet and praise the name of the Lord in this house. Praise the Lord. We're not going to have to go on 30-day fast for cancers to get healed. 
It's just going to happen. It's just going to take place. Just like the man of God was talking about in this service just a few minutes ago. Boom, just like that. We're not going to have to, we're not going to have to beg for it to come out. We're not going to have to ask and do all this pleading. You've got apostolic authority and the, your authority comes from your consecration and your walk with God. Now stay standing because I, I delivered what I felt was from the Lord. Now watch. There was a missionary. There was a missionary and they were wrestling with this demonic spirit that had possessed this young woman <clears throat> they had it had possessed this young woman they had wrestled with this this demonic spirit for 30 days night and day around the clock they wrestled with it and wrestled with it and wrestled with it and finally the Lord made them to know the source of that spirit and identified the spirit the spirit was identified and when the spirit was identified the missionary looked at that spirit and began to laugh is this on and begin to laugh what you laughed at the devil I sure did Praise the Lord. Okay. <clears throat> well, that, that missionary began to laugh at that demonic spirit and said to that demonic spirit, he said, you thought you really think you're something. He said, but guess what? He said, I know something that you don't. He said, see, you can only operate in one place at one time. He said, and you thought that you had us locked up where we couldn't operate and do anything in this nation. He said, but guess what? While you've been here showing out, people all over this region and this nation has been getting the baptism of the Holy Ghost and there's been miracle signs and wonders well ladies and gentlemen ladies and gentlemen those things has been tormenting some of you they've got you believing that you can't make no progress and that the church is not going to make any more progress well that devil is a liar because he can only operate at one place at one time but i got news for that spirit here today we are having people get the holy ghost we are having a breakthrough and we haven't even touched the tip of the iceberg of the thing that God has opened up for this church. And let me tell you what happened. When that, th when that thing broke at the end of 30 days, in seven years, God filled 125,000 people with the baptism of the Holy Ghost. 
And I'm prophesying to this church right now, if this church will stay on the highway called holiness, and this church will continue to push forward in the area of sacrifice and consecration, I'm telling you that kind of outpouring is is, uh, viable for this city and this church right now. I wish somebody praised God about that right there. I'm believing for 125,000 soul revival in this city and this region, this county. Well, praise the Lord. That's it. That's what I'm talking about right there, sis. Somebody's got to get a hold of what God's doing around here. Does somebody else want to be radical in their praise before God right now? Does anybody else want to praise God for 125,000 soul revival in this region? I said, does anybody else want to praise God for 125,000 soul revival? Does anybody else want to praise God for that? God. Okay, I'm coming to a close, but I I feel the Holy Ghost in here really strongly. Mm -hmm. Let me help you all out with something. Back in the day, when these preachers would come to the cities, the power of God and conviction would fall so heavily on the city that it would shut the bars down. I'm talking about another level of apostolic authority here. I ain't talking about some just the authority to come in this church and talk with tongues and go and feel good on Sunday night and walk out of here saying and go to the restaurant and say I felt good today. I'm talking about this church operating in kingdom dominion. Mm-hmm. Did you know dominion is attached to a place? Dominion is attached to a place. You get outside of your place, you don't have dominion. But when you're operating in your place, mm-hmm. Now, please forgive me. I know you're standing, but I'm trying to bring your minds up to speed on how God sees you. God don't see you as some lowly servant down here wallowing in the mud hole. That's why some of you are afraid to speak the word of faith because you don't see yourself as worthy. You don't see yourself as worthy. Well, I'm just a lowly servant. I'm really nobody. But according to, that's not in the Bible. Because according to Revelation chapter 1, verse number 6, you are kings and priests unto God. (laughs) 
Sister Jillian, you are a king and priest unto God. And a king has a domain. And a king has a place of rulership. And once they get out of that place of rulership, they don't have no authority. But as long as they stay in that domain, they have absolute authority. Because where the word of a king is, there's power. And when you look in your your domain and you see something out of order, you as a king and priest can say, no, that's out of order. Well, praise the Lord. And all these places of ill repute that's in this city is contrary. I, I feel an authority coming upon me right now. It's contrary to us and to our domain. This is our city. I'm going to say it again. This is our city. And houses of perversion cannot operate in this city. Y'all want to get real crazy? I know this is not made for internet TV, but I'm telling you right now what I know. Not what I think, but what I know. Y'all want to get real crazy? Mm -hmm. See, back in the day, the prophets controlled the elements. Well, I'm going to say it again. Back in the day, the prophets controlled the elements. They, they, they said... There was one prophet, he said, it's not going to rain until I say it's going to rain. And for three and a half years, no rain fell. Well, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, by the authority of the word of God, I say in the name of Jesus, every house of perversion and addiction will be dried up this very minute. That every source of every source in the name of Jesus. I command every nightclub to shut down in this city right now. I command every bar to shut down right now. In the name of Jesus. You know why you could pray that way? Because it's holding some of your families captive. You know why you could pray that way? Because it's got some of your families in captivity. Come on, go to war against that right now. Bind it. Take authority over it right now. I bind you and take authority over you right now in the name of Jesus. I command your resources to dry up right this minute. Come on, let's go to war, anchor, for just a few minutes. We're tired of people dying in drunk driving accidents around this city and this county. We're tired of people dying of drug overdoses in this city. Where are the kings and priests at in this city, this church right now? We're tired of it. 
I told this church some time ago, I think, the musicians can come, do whatever they want to do. I told this church some time ago, I went to, I went to a little town called Crawfordsville, Indiana. That foyer back there, you could put that church that little building, the little sanctuary, you could put it in that foyer. And the Lord had made me to know at six o'clock in the morning, one morning, that the spirit of witchcraft and perversion was operating in that skating ring next door to the church. And just Somebody might mark it up to stupidity, but I, I just figured if God made me to know it, I wasn't going to sit there and let it operate and hinder what God had for that church. We praise the Lord. And guess what? I stepped out that side door. I looked right at that skating ring. And see, it has nothing to do with me. It has everything to do with knowing who you are in God. And when God gives you a word of knowledge and makes you to know and helps you to discern something's not right, then he, he's given you the authority to bring order to the chaos. <clears throat> I stepped out that side door. I stretched my hands toward that skating rink and I said that had all kinds of perversion and witchcraft and all that operating out of it. I cursed it in the name of the Lord. I commanded it to dry up and die. And I commanded the young people in that skating ring to come out of there into that revival and get the baptism of the Holy Ghost. That very night, I saw young people walk out the front doors of that skating ring and begin to walk into that church. And God began to fill young people with the baptism of the Holy Ghost. I'm telling you right now, all these rivers and barriers that we didn't think was going to be able to be crossed and we couldn't get over them, they're opening right now. They're opening right this very minute. And if you believe that, I want you to just worship the Lord and begin to praise the Lord. I want us to worship the Lord. This city needs, this city needs some kings and priests to step up right now.
Come on, we need some kings and priests in this building to step up and speak the word. Oh, God. Well, Brother Wade, I just don't believe that. Well, I'm going to tell you something right now. My man of God who's never believed in lying on God, my man of God went, the Lord spoke to him and said, hey, would you like to know where your young people are? said hey man of God I mean my man of God was in his office when the, the spirit of God spoke to him and said would you like to know where your young people are he said well God as a matter of fact I would he said we'll get in the vehicle and start driving and God took him across the Louisiana line God took him across the Louisiana line to a place called the Longhorn Club and when he pulls up on the parking lot he sees his young people's car in the parking lot mm -hmm. he sees their car in the parking lot this is before GPS and Facebook and all that jazz and he finds them and he goes up to the door of the Longhorn Club and when he does those young people are coming out the door I don't know what fell over them when they saw his face but I got a feeling they sobered up real fast praise the Lord and he said, he looked at them and said, is this how you repay God? Is this how you repay God? See, that was a king operating under authority. Is this how you're going to repay God after I prayed for you to get that job? Is this how you're going to repay God after I prayed and he gave you that vehicle? Ladies and gentlemen, he started to drive from that place and turn right back around. And he looked at that Longhorn Club and the, the, the young people are trying to tell the bishop, uh, which I don't understand how they would even arrive at saying this, but they was telling Bishop to calm down. I personally wouldn't have tried that, but whatever. They said to Bishop, they said, calm down. They're going to call the cops. He said, I hope they call the cops out here. He said, because the front page of the newspaper is going to say, pastor goes to jail trying to save his young people. Pastor goes to jail trying to get his young people saved from a DUI or worse. gets them young people out of that bar and he turns around and he points at it and says I curse this place in the name of Jesus you'll never again destroy another young person 
and the next week, ladies and gentlemen, the Longhorn Club burnt down to the ground. This is the kind of authority that this church has. This is the kind of church authority this church has. You gotta get a revelation of that. You gotta get an understanding of that. Because we don't want no more young people destroyed in this city. We don't want no more young people destroyed in this church. Oh, somebody ought to, somebody ought to go to war right now. Some young person in your family right now. The enemy's trying to destroy them. Come on, come out of your seat right now and step in the aisle and go after it. Thanks again for listening to the Anchor Church Podcast. If you enjoyed it, make sure you subscribe so you can keep up on our weekly sermons. If you're in the Zanesville area, we invite you to join us on Sundays. You can find all the details on our website at theanchor.church. Again, thanks so much for listening, and we hope to see you soon.